Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about a stressful zombie outbreak and your car is out of gas and your buddy's in trouble and how am I going to get out of this? Then you must be thinking of another podcast. Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you? Lovely and for for perfect, <laughs> untalkable. <laughs> you want to get a drink opened? <laughs> I really do. That will make me feel a lot better. Yes. Let's do this. Wait, you got a tall. That's a Coke coffee. No, I wish it was. My God. Oh, what is it? It's a HEB sparkling water. It's mm. got cranberry apple flavor. Ooh, that's good. Ooh, spicy. Oh, I'm gonna hit this hard. Let's hit, hit this it. quick. Depends on when you're going to ask me or what about if I'm feeling good or bad. Okay. <laughs> so I went and saw the new Halloween movie. Okay. Halloween Ends, the third one, right? Yes. Uh, I just watched like the first two right before. So watched Halloween 2018, Halloween Kills. I fucking forgot how good those movies were. <laughs> Phenomenal, right? Yeah. So I go see Halloween Ends and it's like a big deal, right? Yeah, you know when I... Be like, it ends. Oh, it ends. There was nobody what? in my theater. When did you go? Like 930. Ugh. I mean, I don't think that's too bad. And it's also like prime spooky time, if you ask yeah. me. You know, I can see why. Really? Man, I didn't like it. Oh, my God. Oh, no. And then I discussed it more with somebody and I hate it. <laughs> You hate it? I really hate that movie. Oh, no. I will never watch it again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> These are big words. Like. What happened? As I told you that I just watched, like, the two leading up to it, right? Yeah. Those movies were separated by three years. Like, it was 2018 and 2001. Uh-huh. And it feels so... Oh, my God. It, the tone, the vibe... Everything in it feels like it is watching this one solid movie. Yeah. It, it meshes so good. It feels so perfect. It Well, so I watched the extended cut of Halloween Kills for the first time. Okay. And my God, that extended cut makes it so much better because the ending. So at the end of the 2018 one, Lori, her daughter, and her granddaughter escape. They trap Michael in the basement. And they okay. burn the house down. So he's going to die, yeah. right? And it ends with them getting in a truck and being driven to the hospital because she got hurt. And the granddaughter still holding a knife that she had used to stab Michael to make him fall in the basement, right? Okay. And it just like still frames and like zooms in on the bloody knife. Nice. And you're like, ah, oh, cool ending, right? Halloween Kills ends with Michael looking at a window and like staring at his own reflection. Uh-huh. And then in the extended cut, it ends with Lori on the phone with Michael. 
and she's saying, I'm going to come kill you. And she grabs a knife and starts leaving the hospital she's in. And it still frames on the knife and zooms Ooh. in the same way. It's so thematic. It feels so good, right? Yeah. None of that is in this third movie. Why? This movie feels like an entirely different movie. That sucks. You made two movies that felt so compat like paired to get they are extensions of one another like fine wine and aged cheese and this movie is just like some lunch meat did you want some salmon with that <laughs> like i don't know it didn't work okay and i went in with nothing no expectations no i wanted to just know what does that mean how does this end right yeah and i got that answer but all along the way, I was realizing how much I missed the vibe and how much I thought this was going to be like related to that movie. And I yeah. got none of it. Ugh, fucking none of it. So here's the thing. And this was going to make it worse for you probably as well. Okay. Those first two movies take place in the same evening. Yes. When Halloween 2018 ends... Halloween Kills, that movie that came out three years later, opens at that exact second. And I love that. It's a continuation of that exact same time. Yeah, same idea, same movie, same story. The point of this trilogy was to make three movies. All three movies were going to take place in this one evening. And I, I think that's so dang cool. Okay, we like that in a single movie. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if... Three movies happen in one night. That's fucking cool. That, that's almost like 24 level style yes. shit. Where it's like it takes place in real time. Right? Yeah. COVID hit. Mm -hmm. So they were like, you know, they probably had to stop. And then I do remember them saying, this movie's going to come out later. We can make it like in a post COVID type world. Like COVID has happened in this world even too. Ugh, I hate that. I was so into it. Because okay. I was like, I trust what you did with the first two, and we can play on the idea of masks. The whole thing is Michael in a mask. We can play on what masks were with that as well, right? Like, how okay. are they going to work it, right? Sure. Well, like, they could have found something to do. We're not saying masks are bad. Yeah. But how can we play with it? What if Michael has his taken away, and he just puts on something else, and no one knows it's him? <laughs> or he has his mask, something. and then he puts a little fucking doctor mask over it. I'd even like that, because it'd be <laughs> funny, right? Sure. Because it's like he walks into a hospital to kill somebody and they're like, whoa, 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 put your fucking mask on. And somebody else puts it on him. And he's just like, hmm. And he just leaves, you know, something. <laughs> That's not in this movie. Okay. That's what they said it was going to be. That's not in this movie. Like they don't reference COVID at all? No. So why did we bring that up when you were making it? I feel like what happened was they were like, let's end the the single night idea and try to be super in the because the whole point is this was happening like in real time okay the yeah the movie came out in 2018 took place in 2018 yeah 40 years after the original which was 1978 right and then they made michael myers it was real time zero then this movie was going to take place four years later because it was coming out in 2022 so they were like well we have to make the real world have happened since then so covid happens uh -huh. so they were following real time and i wonder if they couldn't figure out how to make the covid part work 
and they were hitting the deadline of like, but but this movie needs to come out. But we already scrapped the single night idea. Yeah. So let's just make a fucking movie. And they just made a movie out of nowhere. That sucks. And it's bad. I hate <laughs> it's that. It's a bad movie. Like, I really don't like this movie. Do you want spoilers? Oh, sure. I'm not going to see it. Sucks. So I don't I give mean, a shit about it. I haven't seen any Halloween movies. I'm Ugh, spoilers are nothing so good, to me. Man. I love Michael. He is the best. He's the fucking best. <laughs> I love him. Okay. Michael's not in this movie. What? He's not in this movie. This movie <laughs> is like an hour and fifty minutes, and he is in the last three minutes. What? It's a slasher movie, right? Not with him. Is Jamie Lee Curtis doing the slashing? Nope. Because I'd watch that one. What ha- what happens in this movie? What is this movie? It's about another kid. And it opened up on a pretty strong premise. So it opens a year later from the 2018 evening of horror that has happened, right? Okay. He's a babysitter watching over a kid. Michael Myers? Okay. No, no. There's just some other kid that's the oh, whole this new premise guy? of the movie. I thought Michael Myers was babysitting the new guy. Okay. No. Michael Myers has disappeared. He came on Halloween night of 2018 and fucking wreaked havoc and then disappeared into the night and nobody knows where he is. Okay. And then a year later, it's Halloween and this guy's babysitting a kid and the kid decides to pull a prank on him and winds up locking him up in the attic hell of a prank and they live in like a four-story fucking mansion that's too big so like there's just like a central staircase going down the middle and you can just see (laughs) up there's like four fucking floors just like a spiral staircase you know okay and the little kid has them like locked in the attic he's going michael's gonna get you and all the shit and the kid the babysitter's kicking the door down and right (laughs) as the parents come home he kicks the door open it hits the kid and he falls oh over the stairs down <laughs> the four stories <laughs> Jesus Christ. and dies in front of his parents. Right. Horrible. So I was like, okay, I mean, not exactly Michael, not exactly a murder, yeah. but like, okay, where do we go from that? Right. Sure. And we go nowhere. The kid is the sole idea of the movie. It's not even Jamie Lee Curtis, Laurie Strode, the point of the movies that it has been about She's not really the focal point. Her granddaughter, the characters are totally off. It's like they forgot what happened in the first two movies. Wild. The granddaughter, like, her personality is not even the same. And it's like you didn't just go through some shit with your grandma. Yeah. With Michael Myers fucking murdering people. And Michael Myers murdered Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter and that kid's mom. Okay. Like, Halloween Kills ends with him killing this very focal point character of those two movies. Shit. She's never fucking mentioned in this third one. <laughs> what in... That was a big, like, oh, fuck, he, he killed the daughter. Oh, my God. We don't bring her up again. Is it the same director? Like, the same team? Yes. It's the same dude. They didn't do, like, a Star Wars thing where they're just the like, same writers. different guy for this movie. Nope. It's the exact same team. Okay. And then, so anyway, the kid that was the babysitter is like the town pariah. Everyone fucking hates him. He's he's the kid killer babysitter kid, right? So, yeah. like, the town has grown to hate this kid and his life sucks. So we're like, all right, whatever. 
randomly he the granddaughter sees him at the hospital because he gets his hand cut open some at some point okay so he comes to the hospital and she's instantly like oh i want that dude's dick (laughs) okay no no like you don't understand she literally sees him and then in like the following scene she's just like she's super forward to him out of nowhere and then like makes a point to like come to his work and he's like this is a motorcycle that i just got she's like i'd rather have something else between my legs and you're like what (laughs) you just saw him (laughs) like i was telling taylor it makes sense in like the invitation because like it's this really rich suave dude and you have a chance at like this life of a mansion and all this stuff but who is this kid (laughs) okay weird but like where does this come like i understand where it comes from in the in like the invitation this like random love story that blossoms from nowhere yeah you can see it this one i feel like they wanted to give you a story so you saw what was happening but you didn't ask why it was happening okay so they basically bond because of their shared trauma he's looked at weird because he killed a kid one time and she's looked at weird because her family is the reason why michael myers is a thing kind of right okay so there's like this whole they're the two outcasts but that's not really why she goes for him she just literally sees him one day and just goes like yeah (laughs) i want this guy right (laughs) all right and they try to give it a reason later but that's not a good enough reason because no he killed that kid in 2019 and this movie's in 2020 so that was three years ago yeah it's a small town. You're telling me now all of a sudden you saw him and thought, yeah, I want the town pariah guy. <laughs> you, you, you know who he is. She Everybody knows who decision. he is. But like after three years, I guess it's a very like you can try to work it, but it just it's there for the story. It's not there because it feels like that would have happened. Yeah, it doesn't work. And then he gets beat up by. He gets beat up by band nerds. <laughs> the the bullies in the movie <laughs> wear leather jackets. And he's like, yeah, don't you see? Marching band. Oh, my God. First chair the, trombone. The jocks in this movie are marching band kids. What the fuck? That's not even an exaggeration. <laughs> that is not a thing. The one kid is carrying his drumsticks the whole time. And they literally just go around bullying this kid. All right. And the one dude, he looks like a quarterback jock. He doesn't look like a band kid, but he makes a point to be like, we're in the band and they are band kids. And they make a point to like focal point on this guy and like pick on him every time they see him. That's bizarre. And they throw him off a bridge. Okay. (laughs) That's more than bullying. So anyway, they leave. And he meets Michael in the sewers. All right. Like he crawls into the sewers and Michael's there and they have this like shared vision thing. (laughs) So you're like, oh, Michael's going to like transport his soul into this kid. And this kid becomes the new Michael. Interesting. Right. No, that doesn't happen. Okay. No, I'm telling you what they set up. There's so many breadcrumbs that go nowhere. So he starts killing people because he met Michael. Michael doesn't say anything to him. They just, just like look at each other and he goes, yeah. (laughs) 
and he just leaves and starts murdering people. What the fuck? What? Yeah, he just starts murdering people. He just gets the spice. And then he gets a cop to follow him to the sewers, and he kind of, like, feeds him to Michael. Like, he, like, holds him while Michael gets to stab him, so he helps <laughs> Michael get the kill, right? Okay. And so Michael's, like, super old, and he's beat up, and he's decrepit like this, right? Yeah. And then when he stabs the guy, and he stabs him some more, you see him kind of, like... Like, he, you, you, like, see him get, like, a breath of fresh air, and, like, he's like stronger. Okay. Yeah, and, like, he feels like he's stronger now, right? So you're like, yeah. oh, that's the thing. He's, like, a supernatural dude, because when he kills people, he gets stronger. So this kid... Like a vampire. ...gives him people to kill, and he gets like stronger, and then he's going to get a badass, right? I like that. No, it doesn't happen. <laughs> that doesn't happen. What happens? The kid keeps killing people, and then him and the granddaughter are just going to run out of town... But when she goes to meet up with him to run out of town, he decided to steal Michael's mask and go kill more people. He's like, meet me at this at this place at nine o'clock and we're going to leave town together because we don't belong here. But then he goes on a murder spree instead. Okay. Not a prompted one. It's not like something (laughs) happened that made him think I'm going to do that instead. He just did that instead. Why did you set up a date to leave town with her? If you were planning on murdering the band kids, you know. (laughs) So he just goes on a fucking murder spree. And then he goes to Lori's house, so Jamie Lee Curtis's house. And she gets the better of him because she's a fucking badass. Mm -hmm. And then he goes, if I can't have your granddaughter, then no one can. Yeah. And stabs (laughs) his own self in the throat. And then the granddaughter comes in and it's like, I hate you. And then I'm oh, like, what does this have to do with any of this fucking movie? <laughs> fuck? That is so stupid. That's it. So I said it's an hour 50, right? Yeah. That's at an hour 45. So now we're in the last five minutes of the movie. Okay. Ready? Michael shows up. He shows up and takes his mask back. And you're like, uh-oh, shit's going down. Sure. Nothing goes down. Lori pins him to the kitchen table, a knife in each hand, and then one Ugh. dope part does happen. Okay. She stabs him in the hand here, and he rips through it, so it comes through Ow. the top of his hand, and he's choking her to death. Ah! Horrible. But then the granddaughter was like, oh, wait a minute. Me and my grandma are actually pretty tight people. So <laughs> she comes back and saves her. Okay. <laughs> this, this is the actual plot. This, this is, is a messy movie. The events that, that unfold. So then she slices his hand so that he has to let go. And Lori just very quietly is like, it's time for this to end, Michael. And just very slowly runs a knife across his throat, holds his hand and like slowly runs a knife down his wrist and like lets him, lets him bleed out. And they killed Michael Myers. And that was it. That's a really, really bad movie. I really fucking hate this movie. That sucks. I hate that. The fact that it's like the end to all Halloween movies. Well, I mean, for that run, you know. Yeah. I mean, Michael will be back. There's Ten- always more Michael. Well, so they then put him on the top. Like, these movies are supposed to be not about him, but about his effect on the town. Okay. Because in Halloween Kills, there's like a mob mentality that unfolds, kind of misstyle, right? Uh-huh. People get like in a fervor, like we need to take care of it because the cops can't do it. So a mob happens to try to go find him instead. Okay, and they and they wind up killing an innocent person because they get so lost in their own fervor, they think it's him, so they just blindly kill somebody. Shit, and then it's not him. 
You know, All right. so it comments on that kind of shit, right? But then in this one, it's just like putting an end to the town's trauma. So they put his dead body on a car and like midnight parade through the town and like show off his dead body, which is cool enough. And then they go to the local like, like the like the junkyard, and there's like the big grinders, you know, that like yeah. you chop up like a whole fucking car in. Yeah. Yeah, they dump his body in there, and you just watch him like crumple in a fucking thing. <laughs> so okay. like, he's gone. Yeah decimated and taylor was like how do you come back for that and like how do you come back from that and i was like love finds a way man michael <laughs> will find a way he do but like then that's it they crumple him and Lori is like yep yeah, life is good and then it ended they'll crumple and dumple and i would be fine with like how that ended but why wasn't michael part of it yeah. Why couldn't I have still gotten a knife ending shot and then you had a triple set? Yeah. Why are all the font orange in one and two and they're blue in the third one? Like it's they it's really all the didn't small think things. about it. <laughs> like everything is intentionally different in this movie. Yeah. But in a bad way. I was going to ask if you think that it would have been better had you not watched the other two immediately preceding this, but the plot by itself doesn't stand up. Oh, no. I would have been like, what is this movie about? Yeah. <laughs> like, I wouldn't have remembered the ending shots of the knives and stuff. Right. I would not have gone in with that. But I did this time because I was like, oh, I don't remember that ending. That's because I watched the extended cut. Yeah. So I was like, oh, shit. They, like, piece this together. This is yeah. This is brilliant filmmaking. I'm into this. They love Michael this much. Not really. They let him fucking go out on the most whimper... He was so weak in that movie. That's the point of Michael's that he never stops. Yeah. But then they were like, nah, he's just a dude. No, he eventually went. His batteries do run out of juice. I don't like that. No. And then Sonic set the worst precedent because there's <laughs> there's fucking petitions now. Remake Halloween ends from scratch. Yeah. Fuck. And I'm like, okay, I get it. We fixed Ugly Sonic. That worked. Yeah. That movie wasn't out i don't think you can just fucking cat cgi remake things on the fly <laughs> afterwards for it for an entire plot yeah to like redo the whole movie that, what that do you do with happen. this one that exists already you know what i mean up, like put it in the garbage i absolutely love michael myers he is my top slasher king man yeah and this was the absolute most shittiest send-off to what those first two movies were a brilliant reinvigoration of his whole thing yeah i was so into those two movies and i will never acknowledge this movie that sucks i will not acknowledge this movie exists from this point forward well (laughs) i hated it it's terrible and so many people like it I don't understand. Well, that sucks. I'm sorry. So actually, I took my mom to see it because she's why I saw Halloween in the first place. Okay. And she goes, well, I liked it. And I was like, why? You cannot say you liked it because they won over the evil in the end. That is the most stupid reason to like this movie. And she goes, yeah, but they got rid of him in the end. And I was (laughs) like, no, that does not make this a good movie. No, that's not enough. Like you gave me like. Like symmetry and symbology between the first two movies. Right. And then they just threw it all away. 
That sucks. That's that's bad art, man. Yeah. I know that you, some people say that like you know there's no bad art. There's some bad art. That's bad art. That <laughs> that is a total banana <laughs> staple to the wall right there. Oh my God. <laughs> Speaking of banana staple to the wall, that kind of honestly segues right into my next topic I wanted to talk about. Okay. <laughs> I had a dream. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I had a dream. You know how people always say, like, what's your dream job? Yes. I I don't dream of labor, first of all. But True if I had to man. do something with my fucking life, that would be fun. My My dream job, like what I originally went to college for, was to be, like, a museum archivist. To be a person that was, like in the background of the museum That's doing dope, stuff man. with the with the cool shit in the back. You know, I like, know other people that went to school for that. Really? And none of them do it. Because there's only like four jobs in the country and they're all full of old white people that refuse to die. Yeah. <laughs> so you never get the job. Um, but I had a dream the other night that like that job finally came up in the world and for whatever reason I was next in line for it and I was like yes finally. Okay. And I got to do like my dream job. And it, I'm having, like, a really rough time at work right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's been bad. That's why your your mind was like, let's give you hope. But instead, it uh, gave you angst. God, I know. <laughs> it just made me, like, sad all over again. But I wanted to ask you if you have a dream job. Like, a job that you would see envision oh, yourself man. in. See, I would like to think I have one. But, like, you know, I don't know, like, the ins and outs of it. Like, I don't know if I could do it, you know? Yeah. I mean, in in a perfect world, if you had the training and the materials at hand, like... So, so, so much would be what I tried to go to school for as well. Filmmaking? Dude, I would totally... I would want to make a Halloween Ends that yes. didn't suck ass. I thought so. <laughs> I would want to make the ending of Harry Potter not suck ass. Like, I feel like... I can picture a pretty decent film and people would want to look at that. Yeah. But I cannot do that because I don't know how effects work and all that kind of shit and I all mean, the planning that goes into grabbing those people to make that shit work. And it sounds kind of stressful. It <laughs> does. Yeah. Like there's a whole, I feel like there's a whole world of fun jobs that appear fun on the outside, but are very stressful. Like being basically a museum librarian would be a very difficult job it sounds peaceful in my head you know like just archiving things and taking care of old paintings but that sounds also like there's a potential that you could get the whole remember that painting they got redone it was like jesus's face and he was all fucked yeah. up oh there's yeah the opportunity for that too <laughs> i was just thinking you could have just all, all kinds of problems like if you want like peaceful i always thought like Kind of being a librarian would be fun because I was a library aide in high school. I was too. I love that job, that faux job. Yeah, but do you know like how many people would just come in and like potentially just fuck your books up for like yeah. the fun of it and shit? Like there could Throw be so up much on a book. downside. That's not even technically a downside. It's people just being a dick to your establishment. You yeah, know? I mean, there's downsides to every line of work, I guess. Which, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, but would the highs exceed, you know? that That is what I want to know. Like, I want a job that I don't fucking hate, because right now, it's a little okay. rough. <laughs> okay. I'm going to be super, super giant with it, and I think I know your one answer that might be correct with this. Okay. 
Have you ever enjoyed a job? Like, have you ever had a job that you were like, I like this job? You know, my very first job in the grand scheme of things, it was not all that bad. I worked at Leslie's Pool Supplies. I knew it. I knew you were going to be like, I kind (laughs) of like Leslie's. I do kind of like Leslie's. Sometimes I think, like, I could just quit my job and go sell chlorine tablets again because I was good at selling chlorine tablets. It was nice to just work in a small store. And I especially liked in the summer when people when people would bring bottles of water from their pools in and have you like test the chemistry of them. See, that's fun. That was really that's fun. Cool. You get to use a little machine that makes the water spin and like drop in the the reagents that make it turn colors and stuff. And children, okay. like I would put on a fucking show for kids too. I'd be like throwing See, bottles dude. and dropping from on high. We're like, watch this. It's about to turn pink, and it would See, light up a child's fun. face. <laughs> Because, like, I'm not talking, is there a job that was tolerable? Because, like, yeah. I've done work where, like, I didn't have to do a lot of work. Yeah. So, like, I got to do fun things on the side. Yeah. But I didn't like the job. Yeah. Like, that's kind of how I've been at my current job. Like, I, it's not bad. It's a job. I can tolerate it, especially if there's people I like that I'm working with. I'm yeah, enjoying see, it. Tolerate is not liking the job. Yeah. But I, you liked Leslie's. I liked Leslie's. I liked See? telling people what kind of chlorine they needed for their specific pool. I liked doing the math for all the different chemicals you got to put in to make the water right. It was just fun. Basically, do you know what you just said you liked for your job? Was just helping people. Yeah. Helping people makes you feel good. It does. <laughs> and usually corporate stuff, you're not helping anybody. No. <laughs> in fact, been... you make everybody's life shit. God, it's been a nightmare. <laughs> Oh, but we're surviving. It's going to be fine. We're just going through a rough season. I just sometimes I wish that I could... I have to agree with that with you. Hopefully. Because, yeah. like, we're getting a new system in place. And I would like to think that once that's in place, the mayhem stops. <laughs> the Halloween ends. <laughs> but thus far, that is not in the foreseeable future. So I'm just looking at an abyss. Yeah. For a while. The abyss is not looking back, unfortunately. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I'd made myself sad. (laughs) Uh, I think... So it's not really... I think filmmaking is the best thing to achieve what I want to do. What do you want to do? kind of what this is, though. I think it was a Steve Martin quote or something. Like, I fucking love Steve Martin, dude. He has affected me so much. But I believe it was a quote of his, something where it was like the idea that like I can say something today, but it can affect somebody like literally change their life or change somebody's life that I won't know a hundred years from now. Yeah. Like he can make a movie and it can have an impact that will change somebody's life. He has no idea. I love that idea. Because how many like, movies have I watched of his? He doesn't know who I am. Yeah. But I am so molded and shaped by that man. Being able to just put something out in the world that is creative and fun to do. Yeah. And that also, like, there's words behind it that could touch somebody and evolve someone's way of thinking. That's all. That's literally what I want. And to me, the best avenue of that for me is movies. I know some people would say, well, music is probably the best. Yeah. 
And that is a very good way to do it. But I'm I'm not good at that. <laughs> yeah, in my dream world, I'm a fucking rock singer, but I can't sing. I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 I'm good at stories. So yeah. So to me, stories is... My dream job is stories. Yes. However stories exist, that is what I want to make that do. We should really collaborate on a fiction project, man. Because we I just... really should. <laughs> honestly, why haven't we done that yet? We'll do a children's book first, because then you can draw it. Yes. And we can make it weird. Yes. Because all children's books are so weird. Gotta make we can, it weird. We can have a cameo from Pumps and Bones. Yes. You know? <laughs> Pumps and Bones. So see, you've heard it here first. We're, there's going to be a Yimtope line of children's books. And you know how Disney always hides a Mickey Mouse somewhere in it? And you always have to find the ears? <laughs> Yeah. Where's the pumps and bones? There, there's a pumps and bones somewhere <laughs> in this book. You have to fucking find it. Find the pumps and bones. You know. It's like, where's Waldo, but more sinister. Yeah. <laughs> because he is what? He is what? <laughs> but yeah, I haven't had a dream like that to make me sad. So <sighs> thanks for doing that here now. Yep. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Also, segues into this is my art thing. So... Okay. Have you seen there was some news lately <laughs> about I'm trying to figure out how to, a way to put this in. Okay, so there was some news lately about these two I'm going to call them kids because I don't know how old they were but they looked young. Yeah. But they were in a museum and they threw a fucking mm. can of soup <laughs> on a Van, Van Gogh, Gogh painting. Thing? Yes. Yeah, I saw that on TikTok the other day. <sighs> So the Van Gogh painting was covered in glass. It wasn't harmed or anything, but like it was well, like (laughs) obviously there was intent to harm. I, I hate this because I feel like I don't understand it and it makes me feel out of touch with the youths. Like we were talking a bit in our secret discord group about how the boomers hate on our generation for so many screens or on screens all the time. Why are you looking at that screen? And we hate on boomers because they don't understand like where we're coming from. The evolving of the world. Yeah. (laughs) And I, it makes me wonder like what Gen Z is going to hate us for in the future. But I think that's kind of already happening right now. Cause I mean, this was supposed to be a protest. I don't want to think that I'm pretty hip and with it when it comes to protesters, (laughs) but like, I was going to say, did you see what they were protesting? It was like the use of oil. So, yeah. So they threw the soup on the, the painting, right? Uh-huh. And then they mixed up super glue and super glued their hands to the wall so they couldn't be removed. Okay. And it was basically climate change and stuff. They were all like, we need to stop using oils and burning all this stuff because we will run out and then we are going to burn up the plant. So it was like a... It was like an environmental protest kind of thing. Yeah. Which I'm all for. Which is good. Yeah, I love that shit. But I feel like it was just... I feel like the Van Gogh painting meant nothing to it. It was just the biggest shock and awe draw. Yeah, it was just a passerby that caught a stray. Like, it it didn't... Yeah. (laughs) It didn't need to be that... that's what made me mad about it is that they're just like, what's the biggest shock value thing I can get all the cameras to look at me for? Yeah. And like, yes, protesting is good and there is a place for it. It's necessary in society. 
to create and affect change, but do it in a way that makes sense and do it in a way that doesn't harm something else. Dude, how, I mean, me and Taylor went to a Black Lives Matter protest when that yeah. was going on and we congregated in a space. We yeah. didn't we didn't harm anything while we were there. We were there. That was yeah. it. Like pro- good protesting is like chanting, signs, you know, people all coming together for a common cause, burning of bras. I mean, that's a good protest right there. Yeah. It's not hurting anybody. I don't understand the type of message they're going for in this. I mean, would you call it like like guerrilla protesting kind of thing? It's <laughs> it's like well, it's like a down and dirty form of it. It's not I mean, it was organized. I mean, they planned it. I mean, they had, you yeah. know, they t-shirts had and soup. This stuff. Yeah. But like it was it's a much more smaller scale thing. And that's what like guerrilla stuff is. It's, you know, yeah. that, like it's, it's, it's not so big budget is what I always took guerrilla to mean like that. It's, you know, super bare bones. Like, how can I do this with nothing? Yeah. And it's literally a can of soup and then their words. So I was like, oh yeah, it's, it's just like a, you know, you know, like, like a shock value of protest of like protesting. That's what I took. Right. From it. I wish they would do it in a different way. I don't know. I just, it rubbed me the wrong way and the reasoning behind it didn't have enough meaning for it to have the weights that it needed to carry. Like people are no yeah, longer. Cause I'm not even thinking about it no more. Yeah. I mean, people, when they look at that, they don't even know what the kids were protesting. They were just like, they threw a can of soup at a Van Gogh. Like that's what you think of. You don't think of, Oh, the yeah. message was climate change because that's not guess attached what? to it. I read that there was a thin sheet of glass on it, so uh-huh. it was safe. And I went, oh, then I'm done with this now. And Same. I've never I was gone like, back oh, to it. Oh, thank God. I'm leaving the story. Yeah. Like, don't they know that Gen Z's battlefront is TikTok? Like, you go to TikTok right. for this. <laughs> go to TikTok. <laughs> like, they're taking it old school. They're taking it to, like, 70s level shit. To where, the streets. Like, yeah, you had to, like, be more, like, averse to get the message out. You know? Yeah, like, in your face aggressive shit. I, there are so many cameras everywhere now. Like you could have done something cool on the street that was way more eye-catching. Do your own performance art outside that like affects a crowd of people. Yeah, because it also felt like there. So I feel like it was a it was a team of three, two to do the soup and one person to just stand there and film it. Yeah, because somebody was standing right like like the video starts with them being like, "Okay, you ready?" And then yep. they throw the soup. So like someone's like, "Okay, I'm ready to film it." Like, yep. There, there's a third person just waiting to film it. Yeah. I think it's like you said, it just didn't... We know what they wanted to do, but it didn't work. It didn't have staying power. No, you need to have figured out a better way. Yeah. <laughs> Which could have been... Dude, what if they just drew like... What if they stopped traffic because they were drawing a mural in the middle of a like busy street? Like, stop all this use of oil. Look at this beautiful art. Make yeah. art instead of destroy it. I'm already <laughs> more go. turned on by that idea. <laughs> Make I'm art, like, Dude, not war. I'm going to fucking go block a street now. This is a good idea, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but yeah, it just, it, it didn't work. No. It was weird. I was curious what you thought about that, but I didn't know you were going to bring it up on the show, so. Yeah. Very cool. Would you like to take a break, heat up some soup? Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hey, I'm Mike. And I'm Jason, and we're the hosts of the Threads podcast, Life Unfiltered. And we are on a mission to rid the world of Facebook fake 
Instagram ickies, and Twitter takes. And we do this through unfiltered dialogue about faith, mental health, and uncomfortable conversations. And sometimes we talk about really deep and serious topics. And sometimes we talk about stupid stuff and make jokes and talk about our lifelong goal of being great at fitness. But no matter what, we are unfiltered as we talk. So we hope that you join us on the journey. It's spooky season. It is spooky season. My very most favorite piece of home decor that stays up year round is technically spooky season themed, I guess. Mm. Uh, yeah. If you've been over at my home, surely I've shown it to you. If you're in the secret discord, most certainly you've seen it. It's pumps and bones. Yes. I love pumps and bones. My heart and soul. If for whatever reason you have not seen pumps and bones, he's just as like horrible little <laughs> pumpkin face my niece drew this when she was i don't know like five or something i've had this thing for years i was like he's an emoji right he is an emoji in our secret discord he's yeah. like this little pumpkin man little jack-o'-lantern face with like these angry eyebrows and this smile and uh the actual artwork is a folded thing so you open it up and on the right side is pumps and bones and then on the on the left side <laughs> it says pumps and bones is want so ominous and i love it so much because i have no fucking idea what it means okay we call them pumps and bones because it's spelled p-u-m-c-i-n bones yeah clearly it's supposed to be pumpkin bones but it's pumps and bones to me forever yeah and he is want all capitals (laughs) w-a-n-t-e he is (laughs) wanted Not a day goes by when I don't stand in my kitchen and just go like, bumps and bones is want. Oh I don't know. God. I don't know what it means, but it like gets at my soul. Richard and I say to each other all the time. I mean, that's like the basis of every horror thing. You're like, I don't know what this means. But we don't know what he it wants, is here, but he wants. All right, guys, that there was a little promo from our friends at the Threads podcast, Jason and Mike. We met Jason at the podcast movement actually two years in a row. We've been hanging out with him for a while. He's a cool dude. Uh, yeah, go go check out his podcast. A uh, link to it is in our show notes. So go click on the website and go check it out. It's, it, is, it is some good stuff. And if you also enjoyed that little bit of the pre-ramble and you would like to get that full bonus episode, you can go on over to patreon.com slash YMBTOAP and sign up to be a patron. We would love to see you there and chit-chat with you in our secret Discord and all the other perks you would get. Uh, but you also get those episodes. We kind of warm up the pipes, talk some wild stuff, and it goes places. So we give you just a little bit here, but there's a lot more. But if you want to be the ultimate supporter, you can go on to the Yimtope Peril store. Get you some Yimtope gear because the winter is coming. It's time. It is time for all the pullovers, the hoodies, the sweatshirts. They're all so snuggly and big. Oh, my God. They're so fluffy. Every single one of them is so so big. Uh, The link to that is also in the show notes. So go check out the Threads podcast and go get you some Yimtope threads. Ooh, how about that? (laughs) Uh, And again, just thank you to all you supporters. Every single one of you that just listen, if you're in the Patreon, we love all you guys so much. We love making this for you and hope that you get something awesome out of it. And with that, let's get you back to your regularly scheduled content. What you know about that Sarambot? Okay. <laughs> I read Creambot. No. <laughs> when I looked at it earlier, so 
Not Crambot. Well, I don't know about Sarambot either. <laughs> okay, I didn't either. I'm getting all sorts of targeted ads for 3D printing because I clicked on one once and bought a 3D printer. And now Instagram is like, oh, you'll like that. You and like now it's that. like, oh, you bought another one that you don't Ooh. use? You want some more? Okay. <laughs> so Instagram gives me everything tangentially related to 3D printing. Any kind of new okay. crazy shit that's coming out in the world. Instagram's like, oh, feed that to Kelsey. Okay. Um, I always click on them because I'm a oh sucker God. for this shit. <laughs> but like this one really caught my eye. I was, I was going to swipe past it because I was like, I don't need to look at another 3D printer right now. But this one prints ceramic. I was about, it, is it like, like clay? I guess. I don't really know. <laughs> Because, like, I, I hear ceramics, I go pottery. Yeah, th- so I'm going to share this link with you because the Kickstarter is amazing. But first, before I share it, okay, okay. it's a ceramic. Well, is that the, like, spoiler you have in there? Yes. Okay. okay. It's just the link. Okay. Um, so, so it's a ceramic? It's a ceramic 3D printer. You can print huge, enormous, it's big. You can print up to 700 millimeters tall, which is 27 and a half inches. What the fuck? It's dude? enormous. It's gigantic. All right. Um, look at this thing. Yeah. I, I want to I give you a, a price before I let you click on this link. But, um, okay, okay. So, yeah. It does use clay. Like a clay cartridge. What? Yeah. What even mean? You okay. can use like 20 liters or 5 liter cartridges, which is nuts that's a lot of clay my god um but what do you think it would cost for this ceramic printer okay well first of all that's huge huge it's gigantic the that is to me that is hard to figure out how to get clay to easily just flow through a tube for printing no i'm like how often is the fail rate on this and what do those look like because i bet that would be pretty cool looking honestly if it fails all right i know that a like legit 3d printer is like in the thousands yeah so i'm gonna say because i'm looking at like a picture of it and it's not so crazy i'm gonna put it at like 1500 it's only 7.99 Okay. 799 bucks for this thing. Kelsey, you don't want this. Please tell me not to buy it. Why would you want it? Why would you not want it? You can print a Nefertiti head that is 27.5 inches tall. I don't need one of those. I want one. Look at all the pottery you can print. Look at it. I don't want this at all. I'm watching the air chamber extruder and the no air chamber extruder. I'm just excited about it. I, this is like a new technology that I did not know was possible. It prints ceramic. I'm obsessed. <laughs> it's so cool. But doesn't that take away from the whole fun of ceramics is getting dirty and having a ghost come guide your hands while you're making <laughs> oh it? Like, But imagine, Robert, a little printed ceramic metroid how good would that feel in your hand how nice I mean, would that be i have this ceramic that i made a long time ago and it feels great in the hand oh, that's cute yeah <laughs> it's so awful i you can like see my my thumbprint in that? it yeah it's a little pokeball this is the, oh yeah that's your pokeball okay yeah this is when uh so this is like seven year old robert probably yeah 
Yeah. He was like, I worked that Pikachu one that was in there, and it's so ugly, dude. <laughs> it's very uh, shaped. Well, yeah, because I did like this, but then, but then you know, it has to go in the kiln, <laughs> so they just put it flat, <laughs> and it just flattened the bottom. Slam it down, make it flat. And look, because I'd hold it like this, there's a fucking thumbprint. That's so cute. Like, it, it's, it's, it's molded to my hand. Yeah. And you know what? You can't get that level of love from a 3D printed thing. I'm just imagining 3D printing like a big Cthulhu man and painting him. Like, there are so many cool things that you can do. I mean, do. could you print like a planter? Yeah, you can. You can print pottery. You can print vases. Like, that's nice. It's pretty cool. And it's like stuff that you wouldn't be able to sculpt. It's like angular shit. I mean, it takes years to learn how to sculpt cool shit. This is like... you hit a button and it goes you don't need this though i know but i want it you already got it didn't you <laughs> no i'm real close to just hitting the button though because i'm like this is this is fucking cool i mean it's a kickstarter though so it's gonna be it's gonna be a while and like then years it's like how well is that gonna work i know it's just so cool it's also compatible with concrete I mean, this is amazing. It is neat. Oh, and it's reusable material. So they're just showing it. You put it in water and it melts back down and then you can use it again to print oh more shit. Oh my God. It's so cool. So you can just be like, I don't like this no more. Nefertiti, they, you melt now. <laughs> and just make her into something else. <laughs> they printed stuff here with waste coffee, waste paper, eggshells. looking at that. Citrus composites. I'm so into this. It is so oh. weird. And more. And more. So hang and on. More. What is this? You so can just like put a random thing in this thing and just uh, print print me a ceramic cad bane. Like, what are you talking? Are you like, did you read this Kickstarter? No. Well, sort of. I'm reading it now. <laughs> It says if you buy it, you're going to get it in January. Jan that's, that's like four months that's from like now, bro. like now. Are you serious? They're coming out in January? Estimated delivery. That's January estimated January 2020. But that means it's January. Like, unless like some mystical delay were to happen. There's a this Kickstarter. Is basically saying, <laughs> buy this, you'll have it in January. I backed one that was like, you will have your dice in August. And I'm still fucking waiting. That's sad. It's terrible. I'm so mad about it. Most of mine just got canceled before they ever went live. Ugh. And then Zombie Tramp always came through for me, though. I just so, want to know. So, oh, good God. What? Then there's all these add-ons. Add-ons. Well, I mean, I mean, there's one. It's just a giant cartridge. For the, your the, big The fucking 20-liter one. Yes, but so imagine. what are these? So you can get different size one. Yeah, but your so your one is the eight hundred bucks. Uh huh. But it's so small. But you could get it's the small? big one for eighteen hundred bucks. Oh no! Is it not the big big one? I don't think it's the big. Okay. <laughs> you go. You go to the converter, and I'm gonna give you the numbers. Converter. Give me a millimeter to inches. Oh, conversion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What is 500 millimeters tall. 19.6 inches. That's the small one. That's, that's still pretty the, fucking big. That's the $800 one. Okay. 
Now give me 700. That's 27. Okay, that's the 1800. That's more That's more than your Woo! graphics card shit, man. <laughs> that's 1800 buck. Yeah. Look. $1,800 before taxes. But it's 28% off MSRP. <laughs> I'm into the other one because that's 47% off. The closer you get to 50, the yeah. more I like it. So I know. The 47% is quite nice. I mean, that's, that's big, though. You can print something that's almost 20 inches tall. That would print a decent-sized Cthulhu. But, like, you ain't printed in, in filament yet. I know. What if this doesn't work as good? I know. I'm scared. I'm not like, going to do it. Like, I'm literally not going to do it, but... Uh-oh. Well, did you even look at this, though? <laughs> did you even look at this? Look at what? Oh, never mind. This is something different. Because, I was like, it says nobody's backed it. But oh, no. This 151 one's... people have backed it. Yeah, they filled this one in eight minutes. Okay. Well, there's a different thing down here. That says three created but zero backed. I guess it's just one of these tiers. Mm. And nobody's backed it. There's only 31 of these things left. Well, for which one? The big one? For all of them. So the big, big one is 10. The second one is 10. And the last one is 11. So the big, big one has 10 left. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. exciting prospect. Oh, God. It calls to me. (laughs) I hate it. I hate going on Kickstarter. And I hate Instagram for bringing me this. I have been burned so many times on Kickstarter. The only thing I kickstart now is is the zombie tramp because I get what I want from that. <laughs> yeah, I have only kickstarted the one thing. I Well, two things now. Uh, the heavies headphones, which have been delayed months and months and months. And those dice pour cups that have been delayed a couple of months now. But, you know, ASOCKS. Yeah. I say no. Yeah, I also say no. It's, it's too much not- money. <laughs> It's not that it, I mean, it actually is pretty mind blowing that you can it just is. fucking print with clay, but yeah, but being the, being the art, the artful soul that you are, Kelsey, <laughs> don't you want, <laughs> don't you want the mess of the clay, the slapping it down, the molding, the shaping, but you're, but you're a part of it. Oh my God. A piece of you is in the pottery. <laughs> Your blood, sweat, and tears is in the pottery. Yeah, quite literally. I just want to bring this to you and show you because it blew my whole mind. I'm very amazed by this. Yeah. Like, I'm a little blown away. But I hate 3D printing now, so I hate it. (laughs) You should get a resin printer, though. I mean, that would be fun, I think. It's so easy and fun. You just have to get the right stuff to print. So, (sighs) how hard are we going? Oh, how hard do you want to go? Um, well, I honestly thought the majority of the show was gonna be this, but we've had a bro. We've had a majority of the show, so now it's just like a whole extra show. I just want to talk about it though. Like we need to just make a whole separate <clears throat> podcast that's a watch along companion to Love Is Blind because I'm so obsessed with it. Dude, and a I fucking reactathon, one hundred percent. God, yes. All right. I'm going to open with this. We literally sat here uh-huh. and went through 30 people. Yes. And they used 10 people for the show. I know. Like, I knew that we weren't going to see everybody because that happens every season. But they will show you, like, they'll meet. 
you'll see like each person maybe once just kind of greet somebody or something, but then like they'll follow the big ones. No, they cut everybody out that yeah. wasn't the main people. Yeah, truly. I hated that. I I don't recognize like half of these people scrolling through the list now. I'm like, who the fuck is Anthony? <laughs> we haven't seen this who? guy. Yeah, yeah there's no, people in I'm here like, that are just they're they're not a thing. Dude, I wanted to see the buff girl. I know. Show Boo. me the buff lady and the tall lady. Yeah, I am the long lady. I'm so mad that we didn't get more long lady. Yeah, I've never seen Amanda. Never seen Chelsea. I wanted to see Chelsea. Oh, yeah. Anthony. I forgot about him. See, I no, I wanted Ashley with her leopard dress. Oh, yeah. She's going to be so country. Like, <sighs> I feel like they picked out who they wanted beforehand. Probably. We didn't even get to see Dale. Rip. Yeah, like... Or Devante, for that matter. God, they missed... Dude, all yeah, these... I remember Devante. I wanted him <laughs> to hold me, man. <laughs> all these interesting people. We didn't uh. get to see hardly any of them. So, dude, then there was Jess. I thought she was so cute. Yeah. And that's the one that was going to stab me in the back, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was literally, like, front and center in, like, the first scene. Because they were like, look at that beautiful smile. Never look at her again. <laughs> you know yeah julian with his little curl we thought he was gonna be something but Man. nothing dude this kim dude i wanted to watch kim fucking rip on some people man i know she's Just like bench press the ladies in that in that women's room she's an absolute beefcake okay i will say though matt uh-huh we, we gave weird vibes on yeah and i like him I like him too. He's sweet. I like him. I sweet know. dude. <laughs> like I have to look fuck. up who's with who because okay, so I I've, I've oh, watched no, episodes. I know everybody's names. <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten all of them. I know I've I've watched um three episodes. They've released four. I didn't get the chance to watch <gasps> the fourth one yet. I know. <laughs> oh, then we have nothing to talk about. What? Because <laughs> everything is in about. the fourth. No, everything oh is in that fourth one fuck oh you don't even know what you don't know <laughs> i'm gonna blow your mind no spoilers uh, oh yes spoilers. no no spoilers oh the biggest spoilers man why are you gonna spoil okay S episode four ends with a sizzle reel of things to come okay and basically all the strong couples Look like they will collapse, and all oh the weak God. couples look like they bond greater than anyone else. What the hell? Okay, so... Like, the whole show that we've watched, we're like, we know exactly what's going on. And then they show that, and you're like, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Can we talk about weak couples? Yes. Raven, the Pilates instructor. I hate her. She's the worst. <laughs> Oh my god! If by some reason Raven, you hear this and we're ripping you a bad one, I'm so sorry. But oh my god, jumping jacks? Are you serious? Are you for real right now? Do you know why I'm like more mad? Oh, tell you me. don't know? I can't tell you. Episode four? I really Episode missed that four. much. Fuck. Yes, dude. I wanted to watch it so bad, but I didn't have the time today. I was like, ah, dude. Episode four. You're gonna be like, I like. However mad you are, you're not gonna be mad at her, but you're gonna be. Oh, you're going to get so pissed in episode four, dude. Oh, my God. Does the polygamous guy, like, actually turn and be like, actually, I do want to do polygamy. Zero percent. Okay. I am actually a huge SK fan, man. I fucking he seems pretty cool. dig this dude. Yeah, he seems nice. She hates him because he naps. Uh, 
What? <laughs> I, I gotta want. She never fucking stops moving. It can, bothers me. Can I give you tidbits? Give me your little tidbits. Can I give you a little tidbits? Okay. Itty bitties. She basically wants him to work out a lot, right? Well, yeah, obviously. Like, literally in the pods, she's like, she's like a caged animal. She won't stop yeah. doing laps around this, like, five by five foot room. She is on a date with a guy, and he's opening up about what his parents' relationship or whatever and how they got divorced. Yeah. And she's literally doing fucking jumping jacks on the other side of the wall. And he calls her out. He's like, I'm over here, like, opening my heart to you. And I hear you doing jumping jacks. And she's yeah. like, oh, you heard me. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then keeps doing jumping jacks. Yep. <laughs> I was so mad at her. But then there's one where she's just doing, like, tricep pulls. Yes. The next time. But do you notice... Every rest of the time, whenever she's with SK, she's not working out. I didn't notice that. She's always sitting on the... She's, like, laying down on the couch, having a conversation. Ah. She's always still when she talks to him. Okay. Maybe he can bring her down to Earth, because, my God, well, she nope. will not stop. Because then they get together. All right. So, where does where does episode three end? Because... Um, okay. Did, so, I know Did they that go they, to Malibu yet? Yes. They've just gotten to Malibu. Um, okay. So, I've seen them, like settling down into bed together and he's like okay. do you want to sleep with the tv on or off or do you want to sleep with the lights on or off and she's like tv on lights off who sleeps with the lights on only serial killers which i mean fair yeah. but <laughs> okay they did have an argument over whether or not they could watch tv in bed yeah so each of these episodes is supposed to be an hour and they felt like three hours a piece for me like i know there was just, there's so much content i was just <laughs> indulging so much <laughs> Okay, so episode four is just them all having time there, right? Yeah. She basically is just trying to teach him to work out. Oh, my God. Annoying. And the best part. They do... Uh, I don't know. So, basically, they, they, like, go lay down on some pillows outside, and it's, like, somebody with, like, the little, like, pan... It's not, not a pan flute, but, oh, like... Oh, like the, uh, the pan that like, you hit. It's got, like, dents in it and stuff. Yeah, so, like, someone's banging on those and then, like, running, like, like a wooden pole, like, around stuff and yeah. making sounds. And it's all just, like, nice sounds and stuff, you mm -hmm. know? So, it's, like, just a time to meditate and listen to the sounds and all that stuff, right? So, she's sitting there enjoying and he falls asleep. So, he's snoring. Oh, my God. Oh, and he made a big deal to be like, I don't snore. <laughs> yeah. But so after that, he's like, that was great. That was like really relaxing. And she's like, I couldn't relax through all your fucking snoring. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm sorry. And she's like, well, you nap. And he's like, I don't nap that much. And she's like, twice so far today. I'm counting. Oh, my God. It's like she wants him active. Yeah. And he's like, I am the chillest man alive. <laughs> <laughs> he's not unfit. Like, he's a slim dude. He's got muscles. Dude, he's doing like the Pilates with her. And I mean, yeah. it's kicking his ass. But like. He's holding the, like, ring that you, you know, squeeze in front of you and stuff. Uh-huh. He's got them guns, man. He's got fucking big-ass arms. So I was like, okay, he doesn't have, like, strength training like that. Because Pilates is, like, heart, like, like core strength, holding a position in weird ways yeah. and that shit. He has just, like, beefcake strength, you know? Okay. Which is, which is different. And he's getting his ass kicked. But he's still a fit dude. Yeah. SK fucking rules, man. I love him i do like him a lot okay but in the pod stuff when they were doing his interviews did you notice he had like really yellow teeth no 
I need to watch mine again because it was it almost looked like they photoshopped yellow teeth on him because like what? these were white, but it was yellow only from here to this side. Weird. Maybe he's got like some replacement teeth, some veneers. So then I was really scared that she was going to be upset when she saw him because she's so fit and he had oh yellow God. teeth. Yeah. But then every time I've seen him like out in the wild, like once they meet and stuff, all of his teeth are white. So it's like, so what's this <laughs> interview thing? Like, why is it so Weird. prominent in that setting maybe it's the lighting something was weird because i was really afraid she was going to be mean to him for the for the teeth (laughs) but then he doesn't have anything like that when you get to malibu and stuff so i was like what was that yeah it seemed weird and off but so i'm into them but i don't like her yeah are we doing tidbits are how many tidbits tidbits are you gonna give me i'm scared i want to still have like good content when i watch the fourth oh, episode there's still gonna be plenty but like who is it about <clears throat> raven okay yeah tell me about raven <laughs> well it's about everybody kind of all right so everybody gets their couples they all hang out for a day and then they all meet up because you're supposed to like meet with everybody and do the meet and greet right yeah like half the couples go like oh man i'm way more physically attracted to somebody else I hate that. What? (laughs) And guess who is so utterly attracted to Raven? Bartise. The guy who had jumping jacks done to him and he was emotionally hurt. But he sees her and is like, I fucking want her. Ridiculous. So about her. I'm so mad. Like people are I loved him (laughs) and now I don't like him. I do love Bartiz at the point where I am at right now in my watch. So he's a pretty cool dude. And I'm hoping that his relationship with Nancy, Nancy is successful. Oh, I know Nancy. everybody. I told you Nancy is something else, man. I she's like, love her. She's a bundle. So here's what Taylor said. She goes individually. I hate every single one of these people. Yeah. <laughs> but then I see them as a couple and I go, Fuck you guys. It's cute together. <laughs> I know. Okay. So the cowboy and the Israeli lady. I love them. They are the absolute best couple. I they are goals. Like they're so them, cute. Hands down. That sizzle reel. They absolutely crumble. Oh no. Team Shakshuka. Dude. The only couple that looks like they're going to make it from don't that tell me. ending thing. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. Like that sizzle reel ruins everything. Black. And I have to wait a week. Like. Oh. I hate this, dude. I because my whole perception of everything has changed. Yeah. Okay. And um, especially now because of all these. Well, I'm so much more physically attracted to this person, and some people tell their tell their fiance this. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? It's like fucking Cole. Was it Cole? Cole Barnett. I'm so mad that he's probably not Barnett's brother because I don't no, think he is. He definitely isn't. I did more research on him and there's like more yeah. information out there now. He's not. It's so bizarre. Good. They look identical and they sound and talk exactly the same. I hate him. He sucks. He's this little frat boy. He's a yes. mix of Barnett and Shane. Like if they got together and had a weird little love child and they all <laughs> they all suck. I don't like him. But like, okay. So Cole got with... Zenib. Zenib, yes. Who I adore. And she's wonderful. And then they have this like sweet night together. And then they uh-huh. ha- wake up the next morning and everything is awkward and frigid and mm. terrible. And 
I hate the way that he was like, you look like a monster without your makeup. <laughs> and she was like, do you think I look like a different person without it on? And she was clearly affected by it. Like she was upset. Yeah. He was like, oh, you're ugly. <laughs> Let's kiss. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, he didn't apologize or be like, no, I'm just kidding. She was like, you, you think I look like a different person? He's like, yeah, you got like a lot of spots on your face. <laughs> It hurt me. I was like, please, please yeah. apologize. Please, please realize that you're saying these things to a woman who obviously has some like image issues because she she said she's like, I look like a different person when I take off my makeup. Haha. <laughs> like just kidding. And he's yeah. like leaning into it too hard. I felt I felt bad for her. I'm trying to think of who I like the most so far, just like as a person, I didn't expect to like the cowboy guy as much as I do. I know, same. He looked like he was going to be kind of rude, but he but seems I do to be because, a sweet dude. Because he's like a so 1,000% into his thing, man. Yeah. Like, he's like, nope, I did it. I, <laughs> I I don't care what happens. I'm into this. And he is, he's so about her. I love it. Yeah. For the ladies, I do really like Zenit, though. Yeah, she, I do, too. She is cool. You know what I don't like? Because it came up again. And Nancy did it this time. Oh, no. Oh, you're so much younger. Like, yes, that (laughs) that happened again. These people go into this thinking that they're going to find somebody about their age. But the age range of these people is like 25 to 35. I think like 24 even is the youngest one. Yeah. Like, you have no idea who you're going to meet. You kind of have to sign off on just being like, okay, with whoever's on the other side of the wall. But okay, be honest with me. Is that that big a deal to you? I don't think it would be like I'm thinking now somebody six years younger than me. How old am I? <laughs> I'm 32. <laughs> so they would be 26. Okay. I mean, I wasn't all there when I was 26, but I was on the track to getting my life together. <laughs> so, but see, most of them play it to that fact. They go like, Oh, like he's 25. So he like, he's doesn't know boy. how to like be a person yet. Yeah. Which so is I weird. can't be around that. And I did not like, I think it was Bartiz. He was like, You're, I'm going to pump you full of babies. Talking yeah, about that this. Yeah, that got weird, dude. I'm just a child and I'm going to pump you full of children. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> fucking gross, dude. What? Yeah, that got weird. Yeah. But you know who I also thought was weird? Colleen? No. Well, she's weird in a way that I like, though. Okay. But she not really. bothers me. Well, no. When she was just quirky, it was fun. But then it turned into... But I'll get there. Andrew, the Asian dude. Oh, my God. He was such a weirdo. It was like his... He thought the fact that he traveled was enough. (laughs) It was his whole personality. He's like, I went to Africa and I photographed big cats. And then I had tantric sex with the big cats. (laughs) It's just like, what the fuck? And then I learned to like orgasm without actually <laughs> orgasming i can totally have sex with with all my clothes on i'm orgasming Shh. right now actually it was i was so uncomfortable it was mediocre <laughs> during all of his interviews <laughs> but like that's the thing like i don't know if he thought the lifestyle would just entice the person in maybe tell me if you believe in this because this is 100 percent the vibe i'm getting okay nobody's here for the experiment the show is popular, and now everyone's here for their five seconds of fame. Oh, shit. Maybe. <laughs> oh, no. I don't feel like anybody is actually here for the stuff. Yeah. 
And there's two guys that are. The cowboy. The cowboy and Matt. Yeah. And I really fucking like Matt. Damn it. I did not want to. And I really fucking like him. (laughs) Yeah, I do too. He's a good dude. He's with uh, Colleen, right? Yes. Yeah. Colleen is a mess. So she bugs you. Yeah. Okay. So the fact that she was like, my top guy is in love with somebody else. And I am so sad. People usually just like me for my face and not my personality. And now I don't even have my face. And then she goes on to her second guy and has the same situation with him. And then I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to write Colleen out of this one because she's not going to find love. But then she finds a third guy and she's like, this is the one and pretends that like that was the guy all along. So then you're not on the same page as me with her. Oh my gosh. What's your page? She told Bartice. Mm hmm. I'm a shallow person. Yeah. Holy shit. I am a shallow person, but I'm not like really. And he's like, no, you kind of are. So, yeah. (laughs) So, okay. The whole conversation that he was trying to have with her, he was like, let's have a deep conversation. And she's like, I don't really get deep. He's like, but like, I don't want to talk about surface level stuff all the time. If I'm going to marry you, I want to have a conversation about things that are deeper than like, what's your favorite animal? And then she's like, well, that's just your own thing. And then, like, gets mad and leaves. That's what pissed me off about her. And yeah. then she just, like, goes on the spiral of, like, people don't like me because I'm pretty but not interesting. <laughs> so then it happens with Cole. Uh-huh. And funny how Cole goes, well, I can't go into a marriage and not be deep. Yes. And he's fucking, oh, shit. I don't know if you've seen that yet. But he's, he's the guy in that's, the pool like, with, uh Let's be leopards. Yes. (laughs) He is the surface level shit. Yeah. And he pushed her away for being him. Yeah. Like they would have been really Mm -hmm. good together. They would have actually, which is the problem. Yeah. I hate the way he said her name though. Colleen. 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 Then notice she had two people that she couldn't go deep with. So notice when Matt shows up, she just says all the things opposite (laughs) That she had been saying and gets proposed to. She isn't in that. She literally just went, well, here's what I did. It failed. So I'm going to pretend I'm not that. Yeah. And then and then landed in it. And then he's going to see it's not the way it is. I know. I'm sad. Like, I want I want Matt to find love. And I don't think he's going to find it with Colleen. No. Colleen. Colleen. But like, that's my whole thing with her. She had a conversation where she said in the conversation, I am shallow. I don't go deep. And then she's like, I don't know why you're calling me shallow. And like, she's <laughs> like, you fucking, you said that. Yes. Bothersome. Annoying. Let's go cowboy guy and Alexa real quick. Okay. Like the tent pole, what the show should be. Yes. I think there's going to be problems. Why? So I'm pretty sure this came up. They were discussing... Have you seen them discussing meeting families? Uh, I don't think so. Fuck. That's, that's episode four. You can spoil it. Well, basically, she's like, you know, when we meet the families and stuff, like, I just want to prepare you for, like, how my family is. And he's like, oh, okay. And she's like, you know, we're really, like, really loud. And we just, like, say shit to each other. And, you know, like, even to, like, the kids, my parents would be like, shut the fuck up, guys. And, like, Whoa. that kind of stuff. Okay. And he's like, I don't know. I, I mean, that's fine. But I... You know, I I wouldn't want your family to say that 
to like our children. Yeah. And so he's like already like a little pushed up. Like, I mean, I know people that do that and it's not like, shut the fuck up. Like they're yelling at him, but it's like, yeah. oh, shut the fuck up. Come on. And it's like, <laughs> it's just like a conversational thing. Like, yeah. Like you could tell me to shut the fuck up and I'd be like, okay. It's if it was in a way like some some families just speak this way but they're not saying it mean yeah and she's saying that's us and he's not about it man yeah i wouldn't be about it honestly yeah and he was like i you know if when we have kids because he's he he is not if with this lady (laughs) he is when with this lady yeah he was like you know like when we have kids like i i wouldn't want your family to say that to my kids you know Right. It starts wearing a bit. Okay. And I have a feeling it's the family parts. that's going to strike some, some stuff because then she was like, you know, when we meet, like, you know, they're probably going to ask a bunch of questions and stuff. And he's like, I really don't like being the center of attention. And she's like, but that's, that's them. I hate that. (laughs) I I have a feeling it's going to go real bad. Uh, like, man, I can't wait for you to see the sizzle real man and all the shit they show. <laughs> but, like, for the strongest one, I have a feeling the meeting the family one's going to ruin that one. Oh, no. Matt and Colleen, I think he's going to see what she's about because she clearly just said opposite things to, to, to nab him. Yeah. Just trying to, like, she's doing her own personal love is blind in her head. Like, what do I need to say yeah. to bag a man? Yeah. Because she had two that said no to that, what she was doing, you know? Yeah. I do like Bartis and Nancy. I think they're kind of cute. Remind me which one Nancy is. I, I closed the screen. The tiny 31-year-old Mexican lady. Oh, yeah. They are fun. And he's all like, big boobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they seem like they have staying potential. I think that they could happen. Watch episode four, man. <laughs> I you gotta see episode four. Oh man. Um. So I right, so we did Matt and Colleen, Cowboy Man and whoever, SK and Raven, which they're the only couple that don't sleep together on that first night when they go yeah. to Malibu. So everyone's like, they suck. But also, it was really weird because they're discussing things, and he's like, "Yeah, like when we." got here like when we got to malibu we sat down on the couch and we sat down on opposite ends of the couch from each other wow so now i'm like does she even like this fool weird because it seems like all right so he's from nigeria right Uh uh-huh and you'd brought this up to me so let's go ahead and go back to them real quick okay she was like i do side stuff oh my gosh and i don't want people to be (laughs) weird it was so it was the way that she brought it up, she was like, she was on, on the verge of tears. And she was like, I do work in the service industry on the weekends. <laughs> and yeah. in my head, I'm like, she a scripper. That's <laughs> and what the Taylor guy, said. Yeah. The guy on the other side of the wall was like, oh, you strip? And she was like, no. It was really offended. No, I bartend. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> so. So Taylor was like, why would that be bad? And I was like. Yeah. I bet she's had an infinite number of insecure dudes that are like, how many times are you going to go work at the bar and some dude's going to flash cash or do something Mm -hmm. and try to like get you to go home? And Taylor's like, I still don't get it. And I went, I got it. There's a girl that I follow on TikTok. She's a golf cart girl. 
Okay. So she basically drives the golf cart at the golf course and serves drinks and stuff to people, right? Yeah. And I was like, do you remember her? Taylor was like, yeah. And I was like, you know, she has to wear a certain type of clothing to be enticing and get tips from people because she's making her money from tips, right? Yeah. And I was like, do you know how many guys will order a Gatorade? It's like a $3 drink and tip her like 100 bucks because they're hoping to take that girl home. Uh, I was like, you can't tell me there's not insecure dudes that are afraid that that's what she's doing when she goes to bartend. Like, that's <laughs> probably like, a thing. Yeah, probably. And she has probably dated so many guys that are all like, you can't go do that no more then. Yeah, that's so And lame. if there's one thing that Raven is, she is about herself, man. Yeah, she's she very is, secure in who she is. She is her woman of power. Yeah. She does what she wants and when she wants, be it jumping jacks during a sad story or whatever. <laughs> and she does not feel bad about that. I will never forgive her for those jumping jacks. It, lit- it upset me so much. I stood up and I was like, this is unacceptable. I literally turned to Taylor and was like, is she is she really doing that right now? Oh, my God. Like, is she really doing that? And she was. And she didn't sure stop. was. I thought they were kind of playing it up, but no, that happened. <laughs> God, I need you to watch episode four. So fucking. Oh bad, my dude. god. Okay, I'm gonna go watch that okay. <laughs> right now. <laughs> so then there's Cole and Zenib, and I think he's he's too frat boy. Yeah, he's much too frat boy. She deserves he, somebody who's like solid and grounded. Well, he fucking like said all the adult things in the rooms, and yeah. now they're like in malibu and he's like i don't want to talk about that what's your favorite cat yeah he's like well, this is a boring conversation what's your favorite big cat and he doesn't even listen to her answer he's just like i won't be a leopard and the fucking disappears in the like, water yeah he, what a weirdo he's n- he's not right man <laughs> no nah, the boy ain't right <laughs> i it's weird everybody i thought i'd like i hate and everybody i thought i'd hate i love to know when yeah like, I feel so bad for Matt. You know, D- do you even remember his story? Matt's Taylor story? missed it. And I was like, did you fucking hear what just happened? Oh, the fact that he was like married at 18 and then got divorced at 24 or something. No. Okay. Ready? Huh? He got married to his high school sweetheart. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. They were married at 18 or whatever. Yeah. Then she cheated on him. Yeah. And then they were going to have a discussion uh-huh. To like see if they could work it out. And she literally gets on the phone with him and says, I'm pregnant with this guy's kid. Yup. And never spoke to him again. That's so fucked up. What the fuck? That yeah. is heavy shit, that is, man. That is a lot right there. Like, he dated that girl since they were like 14. Like, I'm not saying it's, you know, small by any means that she was pregnant with another. Because that's not the thing that gets me. It's the fact that that's all she said. Yeah. She goes, I'm pregnant with him. Hang up. Never see me again. That's insane, dude. It's fucked up. So I was like, he deserves to find a lady. He does. He does not want Colleen because (laughs) she is lying to him. (laughs) Do you know what my main problem is with the show right now? The fact that you're so into it because that's me. Like, I, I hate how sucked in I am. They're all from here. Uh Dallas people and I know how much I hate everybody in Dallas (laughs) I know how much we suck so I'm like all these people suck dude I know I keep thinking like wonder where these people live you think that guy is like you think he's a little elm dude (laughs) I just want to know where they live (laughs) I haven't even thought that 
but like i don't know there's like mannerisms from these people that i'm like yep that's that's us man like that's us <laughs> like we're what? so i don't know it's just like the way they talk a little bit and the way they're all kind of dicks <laughs> dallas people are dicks man <laughs> they really are dallas people suck dude dude i'm from here i can say this yeah i was telling belinda all day at work i was like i fucking hate dallas people man god we all suck here truly we're all shitty people <laughs> and the show just makes me go yeah that's us that's dallas that's what we're like we need to if you're listening to this and you're like what the fuck is this show please for the love of god watch it get sucked into the rabbit hole with us we're going to be talking about it for the rest of the time that it is on netflix yeah, like the last set airs in November, so be looking forward to this into November. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. We're obsessed. No, yeah, I am devouring the show. Yeah. I watched all four in a single sitting. <laughs> yeah, I watched all three in a single sitting, and then I was like, I, I can't. But it felt like five five days. <laughs> yes, they're all so long. Every episode, I'm like, it's got to be almost over, and I hit the pause button, and it's been 20 minutes. I'm like, what's happening? I was like, oh my god, did we... We might have slipped into episode two by now, I think, and I didn't know, and it was like yeah. the first 10 minutes still. Of the first one I was like, <laughs> what <laughs> God. So, I need you to finish that. <clears throat> There's only three next Wednesday, I think. Okay. It's not going to be quite as heavy. I didn't expect this to already... I thought it was going to end with going to, like, the Malibu. Like, it's just the pods. I know. I thought so, just too. Just Malibu. Meeting families. Real life. Weddings. Yeah. But I think it's going to be... I think the last two were already, like, reunion ones. What? I have a feeling that the last two that are going to air from, like, the way they're spacing them out... They're going to be the reunion ones. We're already going to have those. I That's think. nuts. I hope not. That's how I feel. I don't know. I got to get back to the wikis, man. <laughs> I don't want to dig too deep because there's spoilers out there. You know, like, are these people still together? And I don't want to know. Oh, yeah. I ain't looking want to be dragged you. along this horrible journey. I just want to know when the shows are coming out. Season three. So we did these. Five, six, and seven will be on the 26th, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, so they changed some of the dates. Okay. Did they? Yeah. 8, 9, and 10 will air November 2nd. Okay. And then there's one final episode so that's on November 9th. Union. Yeah, so I'm that's like the, everyone together in one room talking and yelling at each other. Because we're already spacing out week by week. So there's no need to like really wait a month to do the reunion because it's really ended and we're spacing it out already. Yeah. We're just kind of letting you have the reunion almost faster you know and then we'll get an after the altar in a few months and it's going to be excellent <laughs> heart hurts thinking about this show because i'm just like <laughs> i'm ready for more i know ah. Ooh. oh shit oh shit what unaired engagements what what is this i don't, don't know what this is don't get spoiled you're gonna get spoiled but it's people that aren't on the show oh no it's like unaired engagements that happened like that like they said no that I guess they just didn't show. Or did they like get far enough and they were like, actually, these people are boring and ugly. We don't want to, no. <laughs> we don't want to air their stories. A total of eight couples got engaged among the participants. What? In addition Can to the six imagine? couples shown on the series, these two couples 
also got engaged on the show. And then... As we're prepping to go to Mexico, <laughs> the leads of the show, okay, blah, blah, blah. Hey, we're expecting maybe one... Oh, they thought only one or two people would get engaged. Wow. The shows we've done before, we've never had this much success. We've only prepared for five. <laughs> then we got eight, so we had to pick who we wanted to follow. Oh, my God. What? Who else got engaged? <laughs> I don't know these names because these were not names on this one. So this must be like for like all over. Because this isn't like a season three page. Imagine being one of the couples who got engaged in the show and you're like having the best time of your life. And then it, they don't air your shit. All the uh, unaired engagements all split up. So it doesn't matter. So Okay. Well, I mean, all the... F- all the people from last season split up so none of it matters at all (laughs) so basically yeah all we care about yeah so there's still only two couples that have made it and they're both from season one god still together as of october 2022 got i'm glad they're still together lauren and cameron amber and barnett i really didn't update on amber because she had like remember she was sick so she didn't think she'd be able to have kids and Oh shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, like in the in the like reunion, like the party stuff, she was going in on that and she was like, I have like limited time. Oh like, yeah. Something was up with her. I'm hoping she's okay. Yeah. Cause I did like her. I can't go more into this because you need to see stuff. Okay, let's get out of here. <laughs> let's yeah. watch that sizzle reel. Yeah. If you guys love that episode, please tell a friend about us because word of mouth is the best way we can get the good yum tope into brand new ears. We release weekly every single Monday for you. If you want to talk to us outside of that, you can catch us on Twitter at YMBTOAP or if you're in the know, you can hit us up on Discord. All of our cool people are in Discord. Um, Please, if you're in the Discord and you're watching Love is Blind, please talk to us about it. Oh my God. For real. (laughs) Or if you're not watching it, please start. We need something to bring more Dude, of this into our lives. <laughs> I tried to talk about it at work and Haley was like, well, everybody didn't make it last time. So I don't want to watch it no more because I don't believe in the process. And I was like, oh, gotta fucking watch. I don't care. God, believe in the process. I just, I need more of the show anyway. I can get it. <laughs> and of course, thank you to all of our patrons for supporting us. You guys mean the world to us. You're the best. We love you. Our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Check him out on YouTube. We love him too. We hope you love him as well. And as always, thanks for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. How wild is this show going to get? Too wild. How many weddings are going to flounder? All of them. One more important sound we wanted you to hear. I'm feeling the spirit. <laughs> <sighs>